What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. Um, I apologize for not getting this up on Friday. I was still kind of um, gathering articles to discuss, and I just got lost track of time, and so I figured I'd upload today instead. So if you have not heard, I'm going to dive right in here. If you have not heard on social media, um, The Real Housewives of Miami um, is going to be returning um, eight years after it went off the air in 2013, and it only had three seasons. So personally, me, I have not watched Miami because I was new to the Housewives world last year, Um, but I will plan to go back and revisit the earlier seasons uh, once I know um, ballpark of when the show will be airing. Um, cause I kind of want to watch it together, um, and not just, you know, wait. So I will be watching that, um, the earlier seasons and I will let you guys know if, if you guys would also like to watch it, I will let you guys know where you can watch it once I find out. Um, but anyways, I have, um, an insider that had an interview with us weekly, um, that said they have started interviewing a bunch of different women. They want to have a very diverse cast and are speaking to women from all different backgrounds. Um, and then the source also added that a few of the potential cast members have already been interviewed several times, and the network is getting very close to narrowing down a cast. Um, so yeah, earlier this week, um, there were sources that were claiming that, um, that Real Housewives of Miami is going to return to Bravo. Um, so yeah, it says the Real Housewives of Miami is coming back, and Bravo is already in the full swing of interviewing potential castmates to hire. Um, so back in November, Andy revealed on everything on the Everything Iconic podcast, if you guys remember this, um, that he was trying to get NBC Universal, which owns Bravo, to pick up a new season of the show for the NBC Universal streaming service Peacock, if you haven't heard of it. Um, it's a new streaming service. And uh, Andy had basically said, I have been really trying to get Peacock to pick up Miami. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I don't know where we are with that. I have to say to the fans of Miami, our... Um, I have to say the fans of Miami are still very vocal. And so I've been an advocate for Peacock bringing Miami back. Um, And then just a little background, uh, Real Housewives of Miami made its debut in February, 2011. And then the original uh, cast consisted of Leah Black, um, Adriana Demora, Alexia Echevara. Fuck. I don't know if I said that right. Marisol Patton, Larsa Pippen and Christy Rice. Um, Pippin and Rice left the show, and Lisa Hotstein, Joanna Krupka, Krupka? I don't know if I said that right. Anna Kinkoses? Oh my god, this is so hard to pronounce. Holy shit. And Karen Sierra joined the cast for seasons two and three. So in January, it was reported that Bravo is revisiting the series and is in like the preliminary conversations for a potential return. That was on page six. Um, but yeah, so as of right now, the reboot the reboot could include some former cast members as well as Phil Collins' ex-wife, Orianne Sevi, I think her name is, um, who has been going through a long series of legal proceedings with the singer over his multi-million dollar Miami manse. Sources said that the cast of the reboot could also include Latin superstar Paulina Rubio. I have no idea who any of these people are, but I am here for it. I would love to have a new franchise. I personally, for me, I was talking about this the other day with somebody. Um, I think they should get more franchises out there because you know, the Real Housewives franchise itself is just so big, and I think that they could grow it even more if they 
put in more effort into finding, you know, different casts in different cities that work. I personally would like to see a Vegas, Real Housewives of Vegas. I think that'd be really cool. I'd also like to see Real Housewives, Real Housewives of San Francisco. Um, I don't know. Like, there's so many, there's so many interesting areas that they could, they could pick. So I don't know. I've heard Andy say that a lot of cities they they have tried just haven't worked out in the past. In the past, for example, Miami kind of quit after three seasons. Um, and then I guess there was a Real Housewives of DC, um, a while back too, that had a couple seasons, but, um, Real Housewives of DC would be interesting, I guess. But, um, I mean, they kind of replaced that with Potomac and Potomac is just doing way better. Um, I don't really know why they stopped Miami. I think maybe because I'm assuming the ratings were just lower, uh, for the show. I mean, that could happen, but I feel like the Real Housewives franchise as a whole is just much bigger than it was a couple years ago. I mean, it's really grown into something crazy. I mean, they were able to have a Bravo con with all these housewives come and I'm sure that was just great for all the shows. So, um, yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, bringing back, you know, bringing back an, uh, a housewife show that ended is sounds great to me. I mean, I don't see why any of these shows should end. I mean, they're a reality TV, so it's not like the stories ever end really. So anyways, moving on from Real Housewives of Miami, potentially, um, <laughs> returning. So um, I do have an interview with Hollywood Life. So I'm moving on to Atlanta here. I have an interview with um, Hollywood Life that Drew Sedora did. And she was kind of sounding off on how she truly feels about um, her co-star Kenya Moore <laughs> amid um, the drama that's going on during this season. So um, in the interview, she said, to me, she's a fake fluffy face at this point. That's where I categorize her and we'll keep it moving. My thing is this, I am new to this group and the type of person that I am, where I come from, I hold people's feet to the fire because I'm all about living in your truth and being honest. What happened to being real, especially on reality? Um, She went on to say, um, she seems to treat me really nice and then she runs back and she talks behind my back and I don't think that's right. When I met her, I didn't have any problems with Kenya. Like I said, I looked up to her since I was a little girl. Meeting her, she was just a different person and I was disappointed. I was definitely discerned that she was treating me poorly and I didn't know why. I didn't know where it came from. I definitely didn't give her a reason and that's just where we are, unfortunately. Um, She also said, I wish her well, obviously, and I'm praying for her and all that she has going on. But as I sit back and watch the episodes, I definitely have a lot to say because I'm like, you never said this to my face. Um, Does Drew think that she can repair her friendship with Kenya? She answered no. She said, that ship has sailed. I'm complete with it. I feel... Like, as you'll see, I'm someone who gives multiple chances. I gave the benefit of the doubt. You never know what will happen in the future, but for now, I'm in such a good place and a place of just wanting to focus on me and my marriage and are supportive. Um, And if you are not there to support during the hard times, you just aren't there and that's fine. Yeah, I again, I've said this before on here. I think that Kenya is just, you know, she either really clicks with people or she just really doesn't. She, um she's one of those people that like, once you get on their bad side, it's really hard to get on the good side. Um, she's, she's definitely a grudge holder, even though she says she's not, she shows numerous accounts of shade towards almost everybody. I mean, whether it be people that she's friends with now or not, even Cynthia, even Candy, you know, people who are her friends, like they're never, I mean, they're friends, right? But she still throws the shade in there sometimes. So I just think that's who Kenya is. I don't think she's ever going to change. And, I mean, props to Drew for kind of just separating herself from that. I don't think she should try too hard on that. Um, I didn't really notice that they were feuding as much. I mean, I know that they've had, like, I don't know if they've had, like, direct shade with each other yet. I can't really remember. 
I don't think anything's really happened so far, but Kenya's just overall shady towards this group. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what it is. So moving on from Atlanta, um, I do have an appearance. Um, so we're moving on from Atlanta. Sorry, I always forget to introduce what I'm going to do. <laughs> we're moving on from Atlanta and we're moving on to Dallas. Um, I do have a podcast appearance um, from Leanne Locken, former Leanne Locken, <laughs> former housewife of Dallas, uh, where she kind of reveals why she decided to uh, leave the Real Housewives of Dallas after four seasons. Um, she said, I was always, this is a quote from her, I was always going to be the target and I was always going to be their scapegoat for I don't have much going on. So let's fight with Leanne and you know you can. Every article that you read about Dallas, all roads lead back to Leanne. Um, so this was an interview, or I'm sorry, an appearance on Chanel in the City with Chanel Omari podcast. Um, and she also went on to say, I just honestly don't think people understand the amount of stress that can cause that can cause on one human. It wasn't my job to carry that show. It never should have been my job. But because some other casts are... <laughs> but because some other casts are late... Wait, what? Oh, but because some other cast members are lazy, it became... They forced it on me. Um, she also continued and said... Then they attacked me for being right, and I just got to the point where the toxicity level was just too much. You know, look, I, I'm not perfect. I made a ton of mistakes on that show, but I grew a ton on that show, and I hope that the audience saw me grow and grew with me because that was my goal. Um, and she also admitted that she would consider returning to the <laughs> the franchise, but only if it was a completely different cast. There would, be, there would have to be several removals before I would go back, only because the way that I learned to uplift and encourage and inspire is by sharing my life. Okay, so I have lots of issues with this response. Okay, first of all, I, I disagree with her when she says that she was always going to be the target, because honestly, she made herself the target. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Jen Shaw, and it's funny, Jen Shaw from Salt Lake City, and it's kind of funny how now, all of a sudden, she's turning this wheel and saying, I'm the target, and I was always getting picked on. It's like, girl. I mean, <laughs> she threw some racist-ass remarks, okay, last season. And before that, she was she was throwing glasses. She was threatening to kill people. She was saying that she would do shit with her bare hands. I mean, she was insane. Let's Let's just be real. And, I mean... To say that she made mistakes on the show is 100% an understatement. I mean, Leanne Locken was probably the craziest housewife across the whole franchise. I mean, let's just put it like it is. Because I I don't know anybody who's had a four-season run like her and caused as much damage as as any other housewife. I really just don't know. And I I don't honestly feel like it has anything to do with the other cast members. I will say this. There were some moments on her time on the show that I did kind of side with her by no means in any like season four I did not side with her at all but like early seasons around season two maybe season three um no no no, not season three maybe so season one and season two I there were some moments where I was like okay I think everybody needs to kind of back off with Leanne but other moments I was just like Leanne what are you doing just take responsibility and move on I think she was just kind of psycho towards the end of her reign. And um, honestly, I don't believe that she was that she decided to leave. I'm pretty sure she was fired. I mean, there was no way that they asked her back after. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, I don't think her rejoining the show is a good idea in any sense. I mean, even if there's a new cast, I don't think her returning to the show would be good at all because then that would mean that Bravo um, is rewarding her craziness, which I don't think they should do. That would be terrible for Bravo. Um, Once you cross those lines of like racial slurs on the show and you're accused of that openly, I mean, there's just no going back. I don't think she would ever be asked back. And um, yeah, I mean, even how she's saying there would have to be several removals before I would go back. It's like, I don't even know. I mean, even with this current cast, like, okay, let's place her on this current cast. Carrie and her do not jive. Deandra and her do not jive anymore, even though she brought Deandra on the show, basically. I mean, Brandy and her had a rough past, but then they were friends for a little bit. Stephanie is really easygoing. Cameron is pretty easygoing. I mean, I guess she would get along with Tiffany, but I don't know. I just... To me, I, I don't really think the cast is the issue because I actually like the cast this season. I don't think there needs to be really anybody that gone. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, there's certain people that I don't like, but I don't think that the, there needs to be a cast shakeup and then we have Leanne return. I just think it's ridiculous. But anyways. All right, so moving on from that, I do have an interview um, with Deandra that she did with Hollywood Life. Uh, whether, um, or she revealing, oh my God, I can't speak. Uh <laughs> where she reveals whether or not she will consider a reconciliation with uh, her former bestie, um, <laughs> Leanne Locken. So um, when Deandra was asked if she would be open to answering a phone call from Leanne, um, she said, probably not. I want to be honest because I am honest. I think that ship has sailed. Um, so Deandra kind of explained why she is still having trouble moving on with Leanne. And she said, for me, the reason is because of the persecution I endured on social media for three years. And what I went through, there's just no going back from that because a lot of the false narrative, a lot of the false narrative put out there about me really hurt me and it was very stressful. So that's why. Um, It's not that I can't forgive. I'm a Christian and the Bible says to forgive. I can forgive her. But you also can't be stupid and go back and put yourself in a situation where somebody could hurt you again. Um, Yeah, I mean, their friendship fallout was kind of, I don't even really remember what happened, to be honest, because it was like, it was like a while ago that I watched it, but um, despite their fallout, Deandra praises um, Leanne for um, what she brought to the series. She said, uh, you never want to devalue what Leanne brought to the franchise. Uh, she started from the beginning. She brought a lot to the franchise. She helped build this franchise. Her contributions can never be questioned because she gave a, she gave a lot for four years. I agree with you there. I mean, she did have a heavy contribution to Dallas. I mean, honestly, like on the first season, I thought she was like, the rock star. I, I thought she carried the show for sure. So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree with Deandre. I don't think we should devalue her contribution. Um, however, I don't see a possible return, honestly. So also during that same interview with Deandra, um, she did kind of admit that she was surprised, um, just as the fans were when the tone of her voice sounded much deeper than her <laughs> usual, um, Real Housewives of Dallas season five tagline. She said, I don't know what happened. I didn't even know my voice was that low, that register. So it was a shock to me too. Um, I had several reads of that line and that's the one they chose. It certainly surprised people. I agree. I thought her voice was really low there, but, um, and she also addressed the drama that she and Carrie will butt heads this season. Um, so if you recall, Carrie came into season five, um, taking some digs at Deandra, calling her a hypochondriac and selfish among other things. And uh, this was Deandra's response. She said, um, I'm still confused about that, to be honest. Um, I didn't understand that Carrie had such deep-seated opinions and feelings about our friendship. 
until I started watching the season. I mean, I knew we were fighting a lot on, you know, during filming, but I never ever would have thought that she would have called me selfish or that I wasn't a good friend or any of the things she's saying about me, and it really hurt my feelings. And I've really tried to get to the bottom of it with her, and you'll see that kind of unpack and unfold. I'm excited about that because I just, I like I said in my Dallas reaction, I'm kind of confused as to what's going on. Um, so Carrie and Deandra spent a lot of um, the off-season together during the pandemic, traveling to trunk shows in Texas to sell their products. Deandra has a skincare line and health, su- and health supplement company, and Carrie sells jewelry. So their time spent together seemed to do a number on their friendship, basically. Um, Deandra went on to say, Carrie probably had a much more difficult time than I did during quarantine because she's a very social person, whereas I'm happy to be at home with my dogs and my husband and my books, and I can stay at home for months and not have a problem. Carrie has to be out and has to be doing things and has to be going to dinners, and she's just, it's not okay for her to be isolated. And Deandra also explained why she believes Carrie seemed to come for her this season, Uh, She said there's a bee in her bonnet, as we like to say in the South, and I don't know what set it off. Um, (laughs) Deandra Deandra turned to her her shaman. (laughs) Yeah, She turned to her shaman, Darren Davis, for guidance in healing her friendship with Carrie, which will lead to an emotional exchange between the two women later this season. She said, after hearing a lot about what she's going through and the different struggles she's had, I thought maybe I should do a little bit... I sh- I, maybe I should be a little more compassionate or a little more understanding. And that's really my journey this year anyway, um, is what she had said. Yeah, I mean, I like Deandra. I think she's really sweet and wholehearted. But um, if I had to guess as to what's going on with Carrie, it could be that she's trying to stay relevant because she doesn't have much going on. I don't really know why she got hired. I don't. I don't think she's that interesting, to be honest. So maybe she's trying to create some sort of feud. I mean, last season... Last season, I'll give it to her, she was picked on a lot by Leanne specifically, as we all know. But um, I don't know if maybe she's just trying to stay relevant. um, And, you know, I don't know. I mean, to me, I don't think she's that interesting. So I personally, I think she's boring, but whatever. So I know I said that we were done with OC, but I have a couple interviews that I had found and stuff that I pulled up. So I figured I'd share it with you guys on here. Um, it's been kind of slow in the Housewives world this week. There's been a couple of things here and there, but, um, with Orange County, there's just some last minute podcast appearances and press that I've seen. So I figured I could just share it with you guys. So last week, um, Elizabeth of Orange County, um, was on the Getting Real with the Housewives podcast and, um, was kind of revealing why she believes that, um, Bronwyn kind of used her for fame uh, so if you recall, um, Elizabeth opened up about her troubled, her troubled childhood, growing up in the religious cult, whatever. Um, and she revealed it to Bronwyn. Um, but, you know, Bronwyn had hired a private investigator to dig into Elizabeth's past after she began to question if she was being honest or lying about her past and her finances. So Elizabeth had to say, uh, when I found out she was doing all that stuff, I said, that's her addict. Um, And so as the time went on, I kind of realized she didn't care about what just happened to me. It doesn't even matter to her because it didn't do anything for her. And that's when the narcissism came out. I was like, now I'm getting PTSD watching this woman trying to run run me over for her fame. Uh, She added, I have a problem with how she treats others. And I realize all through this season, I cannot help her. I'm her target now because I'm the one who knows her the best. So I thought if she needs me to be her target, that's fine if it heals her heart. But I don't think it's doing anything. So meanwhile, after um, 
Meanwhile, after that appearance and everything, um, there was a lot of buzz on social media about, uh, you know, I mean, no surprise that Orange County needs a cash shakeup. Everybody was saying that um, they need, yeah, I was just saying we need a, I don't know, like a lot of people were just saying that we need a shakeup or whatever. And um, Andy kind of hinted that they were going to be getting a reboot um, because I think someone had said like, yeah, we need to ditch Orange County. Um, it's not good anymore. And Andy was just like, no, we need to reboot it. Um, so Elizabeth revealed if she would be returning to, um, the show for season 16. And, uh, when asked in a comment section of an Instagram post, if she'll be returning, um, she simply responded, duh, with a heart. So I guess that answers that question. I haven't heard much casting updates so far. Honestly, Kelly's been kind of the talk over social media, over some things that she's been doing. I mean, no surprise there. She's just, everything she does is controversial nowadays. So, um, I honestly, guys, um, it's kind of 50, 50 right now. Like, I don't even know. Um, like I don't, 50% says uh, 50% of me says she'll return. 50% of me doesn't. I I'm like, so down the middle with it right now. Um, yeah. Cause earlier I was just like, after the reunion aired, I was like, I definitely don't think she's coming back. I don't know. And then now I just, she doesn't seem it's like it changes by the day let's just put it that way so speaking of kelly um and her being up in the news and everything so um i do have a little bit of uh some tea for you guys here with kelly of what was going on here if you don't follow her on social media um then you won't know this but um or maybe you would but um i'd follow her and i follow everything she's doing only because one i think she's entertaining and two something's always going on with her so it's kind of interesting to watch Um, so Kelly is reportedly expecting to be fired from, um, Orange County. So, uh, a source told E! News, I don't know who the source is, but it said that Kelly is is expecting to be fired from the show, but nothing has been confirmed just yet. Um, they also said, although she would love to stay on the show, she has come to terms with it. Um, she knows it's coming. Um, I mean, Kelly's faced backlash for her recent controversial comments, including those about the ongoing pandemic. Um, so the, the source also said that Kelly stands by her opinions and thinks the show is favoring the other ladies, specifically Bronwyn. Um, and also according to the insider, Kelly feels she is definitely being pushed out. Um, I kind of, I, I see that a little bit. Um, so another Bravo representative told E! News that the network has made no casting decisions yet, but obviously that's not true because Elizabeth confirmed, well, she could be lying too. I don't know. Um, This news comes after Kelly was fired by Positive Beverage Company for seemingly mocking restrictions imposed by a California restaurant to stop the spread of COVID. So Kelly was criticized for sharing several videos on her Instagram on Saturday of last week that showed her dining out with friends in California while not wearing a mask and mocking the restrictions imposed to stop the spread of COVID-19. So in one clip, she shouted cheers to a toast as someone yelled out, Two super spreaders, and one of her friends fake coughed after shouting, spread that shit. Um, so yeah, that was kind of bad. Um, she also claimed that that wasn't her, but I didn't really make it better because she still posted it. So Kelly later shared a video defending herself on her Instagram and saying, I'm not a super spreader because there's nothing to spread. Um, we all got the vaccine and we don't have it, so there's nothing to spread about super spreaders. Uh, the sheeple are mad, is what she added, and, um... 
So then, uh, Positive Beverage founder and CEO Zach Muknick confirmed that the brand no longer wants to be affiliated with Dodd. So clarified, because a couple of my friends were wondering... um, so Kelly did is not the CEO of Positive Beverage. She was I think she was just a heavy investor. And so now that they're on their feet, they don't honestly don't really need her. And then it just happens to be a coincidence that she is just going off on social media and um making herself uh in front of a controversy. So um um the statement from the CEO was today was a rough day. Our stakeholder, Kelly Dodd, was distanced from our company as an ambassador of the brand after the recent weeks and days of social media presence indicating her opinions about people and the pandemic. Um, unfortunately, these values weren't aligned with our tone and priorities of inclusion, diversity, wellness, and health within every pillar of daily within every pillar of daily life. While she remains a minority shareholder in the company, we made the decision today to formally sever ties with her endorsement and likeness with our brand so that we can continue our charge to spread good vibes and healthy hydration to everybody. Um... But a separate source close to Kelly um, told E! News uh, that she did not get the vaccine, despite claiming otherwise. Um, Meanwhile, Kelly uh, reignited speculation that she wouldn't be back for season 16 days after she shut down reports that she was fired. Um, And, you know, everybody's eyebrows were raised over the weekend as she updated her Instagram bio to read, Proud veteran cast member of Real Housewives of Orange County. (laughs) Which, I will talk about that in just a minute, but... um, First of all, I mean, yeah, I mean, the positive beverage thing, that I, that was just kind of an easy out for them. I, you know, she's obviously, like I said, the head of a controversy with all of her opinions. So, I mean, it's probably best for them to sever the ties with that. Just saying. So, speaking of the proud veteran thing. Um, so, earlier this week, um, Kelly was, you know, she reignited the speculation that she wouldn't be back for season 16. Um, when she put in her Instagram bio, proud veteran cast member of hashtag Real Housewives of Orange County, hours after she was fired from the Positive Beverage Company over her controversial COVID comments. I did see this, I I noticed, because after she got fired, I, like, looked in her bio and I saw it, and so I was like, oh, she got fired. Um, but sources reveal that Rick Leventhal, her husband, was to blame. Um, (laughs) so while, um, Kelly has since changed her bio back to proud cast member of Real Housewives of Orange County... A source close to the couple reveals that um, Rick was behind the initial modification. (laughs) So it says, uh, Rick made the edit Sunday to remove the beverage reference and added veteran to reflect Kelly's longtime um, appearance on the show. He never intended to suggest she's no longer a cast member because she is still with the Real Housewives of Orange County franchise. However, Kelly is reportedly expecting to be fired from Orange County, um, and that was what the source... um, that that's what I explained to you guys earlier. So honestly, like I said, it's so up in the air right now. I don't know for sure. I probably will know for sure soon, and I'll let you guys know. Um, expect expect a reboot. Like expect a, a cast shakeup. I mean, I'm assuming Bronwyn's not coming back. I don't know what the status of Gina and Emily is. Uh, if Elizabeth's saying she's back, then she's back. Um, I've heard lots of talk that that Tamara's being offered a contract again. So that could be. Yeah, that could that could be something. So, um, like I said, I'll let you guys know as soon as I find out. All right, I'm going to finish off today with some happy news uh, for you guys um, with New Jersey. Um, it's regarding Teresa and her new man, Luis, or Louis Rulas. I hope I said that right. Um, so fans are wondering if Teresa's boyfriend, uh, Louis, um, will make appearances in the upcoming new season of New Jersey. 
And a source told Us Weekly that as far as what's known, he won't be on the new season, but things can change later on. Uh, Rulis will definitely be discussed on season 11, um, noting that fans will find out how they met and how they began the relationship. Um, yeah, I mean, in December of 2020, uh, Teresa and um, her new man became Instagram official, um, saying that her boyfriend was the best thing to come out of 2020. Um, and then earlier this month, a source told uh, Us Weekly that the pair are taking their time following Teresa's split from Joe in December 2019. They both genuinely like each other and have a great relationship, is what the insider said. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see Teresa happy. I really feel like we need to see Teresa happy. I mean, she's been through so much in the last couple of years with everything, and I just, I'm rooting for her. I love seeing pictures of her happy with her man on Instagram, so... I definitely can't wait to meet him and know all about him and see their see their dynamic. I think it's great. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for being patient with me and waiting till Saturday. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Um, let's see. Uh, we got New Jersey coming up on February 17th, if you don't already know, because I haven't said it 20 million times. Um, Salt Lake City Reunion is three parts, and it's starting next week. And uh, New York is still filming. Beverly Hills is still filming. Uh, Potomac has started filming. Miami is in the works. What other franchise? Uh, Orange County has not started filming, but they will probably start next month. And yeah, I think that's all our franchises, right? Oh, and Dallas is still airing. So keep watching Dallas. I always forget about them. But um, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.